Welcome to 12 Questions! What up? Whoa! Anna just said, welcome to 12 Questions, but did she was so excited that you rolled over all of it. Oh, I did? Yeah, you're... Blah, 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 blah. What up? <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Uh, welcome to 12 Questions. I don't know how to talk anymore. Um, <laughs> my name is Anna Valenzuela. I'm here with uh, Alex Duong. And then we also have uh, our guest today, Mr. Ron Swallow. Ron Hi. Swallow. Sweet Star Wars hat. Thank you. Yes. And, and and you're one of our... I'm sorry. I just cut you off. Go ahead. Talk no, about your was, Star Wars that hat. That's good. It's fine. <laughs> oh, good. It's one, the, it's one of the few things that has a light side and dark side Ooh. on my hat. And uh, there's just too many dark side things all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that kind of explains your personality kind of perfectly. Because yeah. you and I, we share uh, the unique, uh, I, I don't want to say, we share similar childhoods, mm-hmm. right? And you're another like super fun twelve uh, step adjacent person. You're you're sort of around us. I think you have some folks in you. I have friends, friends, and, and uh, friends and fams and family who have either been forced to mm-hmm. or chosen to mm-hmm. uh, go to AA. Right? Have you? Has anyone ever uh, forced you to read a codependency book? I think when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. Like I was a be- like too a busy. Like, I was too busy relying on my friends. Like a bedtime story. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh God. That, I wish my parents had started me out young. I, I'm seeing a new therapist right now, and she's like, uh, "You're gonna read Codependent no more." I know you've read it uh, to work in the field, but now it's time to read it for you. Yeah, I read. And um, shut up and take it. <laughs> uh, we went to therapy like three or four times when I was a kid, and uh, which this is a thing that has happened. To several people I know, uh, the therapist brought in the, my parents and let them know that they had been fucking up. <laughs> Not in those terms, per se, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the end of us going to therapy. Because yeah. they wanted me to be the whole problem instead of a portion oh. of the problem. I had, I kind of had that experience as well. My yeah. parents took me to like one or two therapy sessions because I was like... <laughs> So dramatic. I watched a lot of MTV. <laughs> and I, I marched in at 12 years old, you know, wearing my little combat boots. And I was like, guys, I hate myself and I want to die. And I wasn't kidding. I was and like, let this... me go to spring break. Well, no, here was my deal. I did not want to go to swim practice. <laughs> what? I didn't want to. And that's what swim... made you want to kill yourself? That was... Uh, that was it. I was like, I, I, was, a, I was a 12 year old who had. I mean, your parents were also enough. treating you like a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really the swim practice that was the problem. It no. Was no. The uh, years of uh, low self-esteem that had been installed, um, and uh, and yeah, so we did that too. We went to a couple therapy sessions, and I think the therapist was like, uh, "What are you What are you doing to this kid?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I I ended up going to therapy. I, I think I've I've done this joke before. Uh, you might have seen me do this joke about how I got people to stop picking on me because uh, I bit a dude's ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and when you bite a guy's ear, no one. Will yeah. fuck with you ever again. Yeah. Also, no one will hang out with you ever yeah. again. Yeah. How old were trick. you? Uh, I think I was like ten or eleven. Jesus. Okay, seven years old. Stabbed a kid with a pencil in the back. Hey, I stabbed a kid <laughs> pencil with a hand in eighth grade. Hey! High five. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's who I'm in the room with today. <laughs> Yeah, don't fuck with us, Alex. <laughs> Jesus. We will uh, fuck you up. I'm with all softball questions today. Oh, I know. I know. Alex was like, so I didn't know 
Ron was in the program, I was like, it's going to be a good interview, man. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> but like, so here's the deal. Like, uh, let's just, we've all been having a day. I yeah. got here and you were on customer service calls, it oh, looked yeah. like. And I've been, uh, I've been, I told, my car got totaled last week. I got T-boned. Uh, and so I've been. insanity. Uh, I saw the car. Yeah, I'm lucky Ooh. to be alive. I'm grateful. It's all working out. It's just a matter of like keeping in faith to that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, because it was like my phone. Okay, so my car breaks down. My phone freaks out. Mm. So, uh, by the way, don't get that new iPhone update whenever this is released. No, Whatever the no. new iPhone update is, don't get it. Never get the will, iPhone update. Your Never phone will update. light on fire from the inside. And yeah. uh, I Steve went. Steve Jobs pops up and like tells you you're poor. I don't. Unless you, unless you buy the iPhone eight or 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 whatever that is relatively no. new, don't don't update. Well, like, no, like they, they told me not to do that because I'm a clumsy, clumsy lady. I like knocked <laughs> over a display inside the store. I was like, do you understand what we're working with here? I, uh, <laughs> but uh, it all actually. I love wor- that you're like a fantastic martial artist who uh, cannot walk around. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I actually uh, the place I'm living in now, which I'm moving, is like one of those things. It's like I'm moving in a couple weeks. I and I had to pay a trim just a tremendous down uh, deposit and I, it's anyway I, I'm committed I'm just gonna do it um, of course you know naturally on Facebook you see someone uh, post a much cheaper and oh, lower deposit like, the the, like five minutes yeah. after I was just like fuck this let's Sign just it. do it yeah, yeah. so uh, so so that happens and then my car gets I get, I get t-boned and then um, and then I uh, my phone starts freaking out and I was like what the fuck and i went in the self-insurance they, they ended up 18 and i like lowering my bill and mm-hmm. i got a better phone and everything's you know everything's gonna okay. be fine but um it's actually cheaper i'm actually walked out the door with a lower what i was paying it, like my Good. cell phone budget went down so at has been uh taking care of people they yeah. did the same for me yeah okay. and if you ever upgrade a cell phone just walk around like your daddy warbucks and just be like hey what deals does this get me because it gets you all the deals in the store mm-hmm. so, i do the i do the uh i'm the laziest so I, I buy a cell phone that is cheap, and then I use a, a monthly service that is Yeah, you keep that month. overhead low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I learned that from doing road work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I would do crazy-ass triple runs yeah. for mon- like a month at a time. Oh, yeah. And, God. and then I would uh, I'd bring, I'd bring bread and mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly and cup of noodles Oh my god, uh, that's like my favorite Talking Head song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Life during wartime. Um, I've got some. I've got some uh, shit. I've got some like, some peanut butter to last a couple of days. <laughs> yep. I ain't got. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to let our listeners I, know what a I've triple been, run is, is just like a string of the worst possible gigs. But they pay decent. But you just got to drive into well, the middle of like bumfuck nowhere. They pay nowhere. decent. It, it, it headlining for 300 you get 300 for mm-hmm. doing an hour which sounds decent except for that you drive to Oregon mm-hmm. then you drive to Montana right. mm-hmm. then you drive to Wyoming then mm-hmm. you drive back to Montana then you go do another gig in Oregon and at this point you've had a flat tire uh, you're uh, you needed to change your you have to change your oil yep. uh, you spent a thousand dollars on gas it's somehow right. I'm exaggerating obviously but you you well, end up you, not making a ton of money and you used mm-hmm. to go out a lot with uh, headliners that uh, were kind of a lot right yeah I went out with some <laughs> I one who's nice but an alcoholic got it mm-hmm. uh, two that one is one that was a born again Christian and alcoholic <laughs> And also uh, kept trying to get me to cheat on my wife while Yikes. also cheating on his wife. Uh, okay. hey. I wanted to have some weird threesomes. 
not mm. cool with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then talk to me about being a born again Christian. I'm like, um, okay. hey, bro, how about you not cheat on your wife while also talking to me about and being that, a born again that, Christian? That's pretty in line for a Christian, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's the interesting thing. You have a comic book moral code. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do. Yeah, you do. You have you have the you have the moral code of a superhero. Yeah, it's important to me. Yeah. I think it's important to to stick to what you believe and help people out. And, yeah. And if, if people are, you know, in trouble, you should help them out. If and you don't stand for anything, you something, you'll fall for anything. I yeah, that absolutely. Up. We, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Totally. I, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of Spider Man and super read a lot of Superman and Spider Man comic books when I was a kid, and those are the type of guys that. No matter what the odds are, they stand up for for the right thing and uh, to protect people. So totally, totally. Well, let's get. Do you guys, Alex? How are you? Do you want to talk about your experiences this week? Are you all good, Ron? Do you want to? Uh, my week was fine. Yeah, my, mine was decent. I had a great weekend. Good string of gigs. Uh, clicking on some new material, but then I, I drive Lyft during the day, and people have been bringing more and more of their dogs in my car, <laughs> which is. I love dogs, but what what I love more than a dog is a clean dog. Yeah. So I don't have to sit on customer service and hit you with that cleaning fee, which I oh. will. I'm sorry. You just that's so just, that's what that call was about. Yeah. yeah. Have somebody some, somebody brought in a muddy great day. Yeah. Have <laughs> have some fucking respect. Like I get it's a hey, service how you, dog. How about you not have Clifford the mud dog in here? Can you do yeah. that? Jesus He's a service Christ. dog. He's and a that's service dirt. <laughs> yeah, that's service dirt. Respect me. I have rights, and so does my yeah. dog. You know, you gotta. You're that's animal abuse. You you got a dirty animal. That's animal abuse. <laughs> oh, it's irritating. That's why I like cats. They clean themselves. Yeah. Yeah. My week was fine. Um, I did do a gig. Uh, not I, I. I'm loath to call this a gig, <laughs> uh, but it's a. It's at the U- Universal Bar and Grill. <laughs> For many of you guys have done this. Yeah. Any people out there listening? You've done it. You know how it is. It's if fine. If you're ever in the North Hollywood area on vacation, yeah, you, you know, use say, it. Say you're at Universal Studios yeah. and you want to watch something scarier than any ride you've ridden that day. Yeah, just going down to UBG, <laughs> Go to UBG on Monday night. Just watch dreams. And, and die I don't want to talk too shit because uh, Putro is a very nice guy. Nice guy who books a ton of women on his shows for uh-huh. one, which I really mm-hmm. think is a cool thing. There's plenty of people out there who yeah. aren't booking women, and he books tons of them. Right, absolutely. Um, and he always gives you stage time, and I really appreciate that. It's usually just in front of uh, comedians who are uh, uh, crazy. Shout out to Kelly, the uh, bartender. Kelly doesn't even work there anymore. What? Yeah, no. Has it been that it's, long? It's not been the same. It's not been the same. It's not, and it isn't the same. The only reason to go is for Kelly and the chocolate. Aww. That's really it. And she Kelly's would laugh at gone. jokes, too. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was great. She actually oh. listened and paid Tell attention. Tell people to be quiet. That's um, the only thing that kept me going. Back. Okay. Yeah, and, now, uh, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I went and worked on new material and didn't mm-hmm. worry about it. And that's sometimes it's nice to just have a place where you go, uh, Say your I don't give a fuck. Here's here's what I'm doing. And do yeah. 10. You can go up there and get yeah, 10 I, I got stage the, time. I got about nine, but that's fine. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. And that's good. But uh, mm-hmm. there was a lady there. Uh, I won't say names because that's impolite. Uh, but she basically. <laughs> Anonymity. Uh, she yelled about a bunch of shit that I would technically agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but literally no punchlines. And she was yelling. Uh, and like like yelling as loud as you can yell type of yelling like she was I think she was trying to do a Lewis Black thing and maybe yeah. she's a new comic mm-hmm. and she doesn't understand that you also have to have punchlines yet yeah uh, but I get the feeling that that's never gonna change yeah comedy you, is not therapy 
Yeah. Yeah. Wait, quick question. Uh, this won't give away her identity, but was she wearing a mink jacket? Oh, hey, I was. I, yeah. I had a run in with her last night. Uh, no. I, I had a run in in an open mic so bad, I just. I just went to the gym afterwards. I oh, was like, we're to. done for tonight. Did she show up somebody. at Wang's? No, we're at, we're done, remember? Oh. Uh, yeah, that was no another worries. thing. That's, uh, yeah, uh, every Monday I host a show at Big Wang's in Hollywood. And the rotating, yes, RIP, blessings. Uh, there's a rotating manager there that got offended. A rotating manager, mind you, who, um, you know, typical asymmetrical haircut, blue hair, who decided that we were a little fin- offensive oh. at Big Wang's, a, 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 yeah. a Hooters it's, spinoff dive it's bar. It's not even... <laughs> but, but not even hiding that it's literally about dicks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's it, true. It's it got a... called Cox or... <laughs> yeah, so, so that's where she decided make to um, yeah, make it, her mark, make her mark as a manager at, at a shitty dive bar. It, it's and a it's a hot wing bar inside of ADHD. That's uh, to what. To be it honest, is. that place is uh, a mess anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we were pumping a lot of sales. We had so much traffic. I had there. a good time the time I went. Yeah, yeah. So. It's a good time, and it's good for comedy. Yeah, you know, Anywhere you're you finding your voice. Nice. You're you're chipping away at your material, and after the entire show, after another typical big wings night. She appeared out of nowhere and said, "Can I get your email address?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, we're done. Don't give out your email addresses to really? people." Yeah, that was it. What if she just wanted to send you an email? No, but not no, not with that she didn't attitude. Send you titties. No, okay. she didn't. No tit pics. None of that. Uh, but yeah, I just knew cat pics. No cat pics. I just knew it was over because she was like squirming every time she walked past the mic, like the past the the comic, like she would cross the stage and, and any small little requests, I'd ask her to like turn on the music in the showroom a little bit. And she's like, no, according to corporate, blah, 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 which uh, in three years, you never had three that years, yeah. we've never had it happen until she showed up. So uh, congrats to her. Congrats to her for that win. I'm going to take... I hope she loses a bunch of customers and then she has, uh, it, gets fired. It was super empty yesterday when I rolled by there because I'm spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do the resentment Absolutely. the resentment drive. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you drive by an ex's house. That's how I drove by Big Wings last night. Oh, <laughs> I was that's like, so oh, How dare you reject me? I hope you're miserable. Ah! And you get herpes. I've never done the uh, drive oh, no. by the ex's house. Oh, my house God. Thing. What if Big Wings got herpes? It probably already does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ugh. As many comics has been through there. Yeah, just use just use the paper on those toilet seats, guys. Truth, yeah. truth. Just don't use the toilet. <laughs> go home. Go, go yeah, home. Just go drive home. home. Sorry, I have to sign up and then go home to, <laughs> to I, take my penicillin. Okay, so let's get into so, some yeah. questions. Let's do this. I feel like we all just got all that weirdness out of our system. Yeah, that was better. Good. I feel better. Yeah, now we yeah. can talk about some shit. Yeah, let's oh, talk yeah. about some shit. Okay, uh, Ron. Yeah. First question. Yeah. How do you deal with like when shit is going down in your life? How do you deal with surrender? Like letting all that stuff go. Yeah. I didn't do deal with it very well at first. Right. Uh, and when I was younger, of course, I would just get angry or. I would go do – see, now here's the thing. Um, uh, we talk about – you're talking about addicts. I was addicted to adrenaline. Right, because you don't drink or do drugs or smoke cigarettes or, or do anything. anything. Yeah, I'm straight you just, edge. You have kept And I've been straight edge that, forever. I've never done it ever. Yeah, well, you've once, kept the vessel clean. One time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. that's um, impressive. Although, you know, I drink soda from time to time and, you know, whatever. But even then, you're like, it's Yeah, I'm trying to much. quit that too. Yeah, yeah. You're looking um, skinny, by the way. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, but I would go – and this is when I was – not trying to brag here, guys, but I was a pro rollerblader. Oh, 
used to jump on handrails and do backflips over launch ramps. Of course, that's not what you pictured when I said I was a pro rollerblader. You probably pictured me like in a leotard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it down Venice Beach, but that's not yeah. what I was doing. I was doing <laughs> with booty a, shorts. With a boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Box or maybe a, a, a fedora with a feather in it. I was I was imagining like cut off booty shorts, yeah, yeah. American flag tank top, and then the mullet. The mullet and the glasses. Yeah. Like the reflective mm-hmm. long glasses. Yes. Yeah. And it's a very uh, tattoo on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like a, a fa- obviously fake tattoo of like yeah. the Tasmanian devil or something. A very fast moving dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> but I would go uh, when I was very young. I would go and skate for six hours a day, right? And that, that's wow. how I would. And that's and that's an addict move. You you know yeah. this mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I would go. I would go until I couldn't have any more adrenaline, and my body was done. And yeah. I'd go home and die. Yeah. Wow. Um, I had all kinds of health issues because of it. Like uh, I would pass out if I didn't eat enough food and stuff like that. Um, and that had nothing to do with with food problems. It had everything to do with me just pushing myself too much because I never wanted to stop doing things that I like. Skate or die. Yeah. Right. Um, and um, now I uh, then I read a lot, read fantasy books. Yeah. Um, I think I still do that a lot. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of read things or think about things, write jokes. But com- comedically, it's it's good to it's good to do that. I I need to read more. You oh yeah, know? Like, I used to, but I've also read. I've done a lot of things obsessively in my recovery. So um, uh, martial arts trained, uh, lifted weights. At one point, like when I was 25, I was just a ball of muscle, just like, and I was still like, (laughs) ooh, I'm fat. Like I was just a ball of muscle. And then I, um, I read everything because I didn't want to feel. I read every Orson Scott card book. Yeah. I even read the Sookie Stackhouse Actually, series. The reason I bit that kid's ear was because I read Orson Scott card. Yes. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Books are dangerous. Books are. Uh, well, it was. Uh, there's a scene in it uh, with uh, an Ender's Game where he mm-hmm. he beats the shit out of a dude because he knows that that super violence will make everybody else leave him alone. Fall in line because he's the yeah. smallest. Well, not smaller than Bean. Yeah, not smaller they're, than they're Bean, but he's one of the smallest. Tiny. Yeah. And, but he was also the smartest, so everybody hated him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're like an egomaniac with an inferiority complex, Ender speaks to your soul. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's... that's uh, Which was pretty much my style as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Never tell your kids they're smart. Yeah. Yeah, just say, keep working hard. Yeah, I would get, uh, you're so bright, we just don't understand why you won't do the work. And I'd be like, because I'm bright. Yeah, don't you understand? Yeah, because because uh, I see them. I still I wish I would have done the fucking work. work like hindsight being twenty twenty. People who need to study. <laughs> like I don't need to practice. I already learned right. this by reading the book. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a bad attitude. Yeah, not um, not great. But yeah, surrender. Uh, now I'm I I don't even know why, but I'm just relatively good at it. I'm calm. Mm-hmm. Most you're very of the calm. Time. And uh, I'm I'm readily and but. And, Besides the few things when I see injustices happening, that's when I become a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm pretty good at just kind of letting things go. You're calm so often that when you posted that thing to Facebook, I was like, uh, do I need to go fight somebody right now? I'm going to go fight a woman because I know he won't touch just, her. I'm going to. You know, sometimes I would, every once in a while, something will happen in comedy where I'm just like, what, why? Why am I doing this? You know, you get frustrated. Uh, uh, all of us are comedians who mm-hmm. are uh, certain levels of success that are not famous. And not completely doing it for a living. Maybe partly doing it for a living, but not completely, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm 40, and I've been yeah. doing this for 20 years. Um, and I'm good at it, but that hasn't meant much. Uh, mm-hmm. And so sometimes I get a little frustrated when I'm at a show, and 
somebody's on stage who should just not be on stage. Yeah. Waste, wasting stage time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, though, that's okay. I sucked when I first moved out here, as some of the people here at the comedy store can attest to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I had to get better. Uh, yeah. And for all I know, that girl who was yelling like a crazy person last night in two years, she may have figured out whatever it is that is going to turn that into good jokes and be fantastic. Absolutely. I don't and it's, mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. And it is an attitude that I don't normally have. But for whatever reason, last night, I was like, Arr! it happens, man. Yeah. It yeah. happens. Definitely. I had to shut down young lady. I couldn't tell if she was doing a character or if she was like legitimately crazy. <laughs> um, and she globbed onto me because I got them I got them coda feelers out all the time. Everybody mm-hmm. is like, oh, you know how to deal with chaos. I'm going to oh, hang no. out with you. <laughs> and so... Uh, You've I, hung out with crazy people? I yeah. can feel that you know what it's like yeah. to be around them. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy person. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to be friends. One and, of us. Yeah. So I went into, I hid in the green room for a little bit. And then when I went up, she heckled me and I had to be like, listen, oh, no. we're not going to do that. Um, and I heard you did it successfully. I Oh, really? Yeah. I was, yeah, I did. I did. I was oh. like, you can't, you're not yeah, going to do that. Yeah, one of the other comics was like, yeah, that girl that uh, <laughs> did the did the thing. Did the uh, thing. Anna shut her down. I was like, she got her to shut up, right? I was like, she. they were like, yeah. I was like, that a girl. Well, but she did a thing. She did a thing that crazy folks do uh, where they don't leave 100%. So she, because what would you do in that situation? You would leave, right? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, God, a person said a thing to me. And I wasn't like cruel. I was just like, I will call a mental health hotline if you mm-hmm. don't like calm down. <laughs> yeah. you're, behaving, you're behaving in a way that is concerning. And and so uh, it's a, that, that lovely mix between like blunt and like caring where it's it, it's it's not the nicest thing to do but i uh so so that's she, so great you called her crazy without calling her crazy that is beautiful yeah yeah mm. please please stop or i'm gonna call the pet team so she um <laughs> so she moved she moved herself to the showroom where the or not the showroom the uh the comic book portion okay. and i went to leave and i said because they were like she's gone she's gone she's gone no one would stay after that and mm-hmm. i said no she if she is legitimately crazy and not doing a character She'll be, here. she'll be here and she'll be by the exits waiting to ambush to folks. Jesus. And and I and I peeked my head out the door like a little spy and she was right there and oh. I, I ran I ran back into the green room and I was like, She was by the door. I told you. And they were like, How did you know? And I was like, I know crazy real well. And the then killer's I, still in the house. Yeah. They were like, run out the back door. And I was like, okay. So I ran out the back door and then I was like, fuck, I gotta go to the gym. I can't, I can't. I think no I've No surrender had, there. Yeah. No. I was just like, mm Well, you know, you did surrender to leaving to leaving <laughs> calling it a night uh, your battles yeah so uh but yeah i uh how, how do you deal speaking of insanity how do you what have been some of the most insane moments of your life you know you've talked about trouble runs you've talked about sort of like obsessive behavior you've talked about i know that we we i i know that you have a you have some fun relationship stories you know like what have been the most insane moments for um, you? well there's a couple of ones uh i would say uh, I mean, the first one was when I beat up my entire family. The entire Jesus. one? Grandma's and I mean, aunties no, grandma and grandpa stuff? wasn't there. But my, okay. my um, dad, <laughs> my mom. Sorry, You're like, otherwise your, grandma yeah. would have got it. <laughs> my stepmom on accident. My two younger uh, siblings. My big brother was gone, which actually was lucky for me because he might have just knocked me out, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but How uh, old were you? I was uh, 13. Oh, uh, wow. And, uh, 
basically, it's, it's, I'll try to make it sh- a short story, but this okay. is basically what happened is uh, I would disappear because, you know, my dad liked to punch me from time to time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a thing. Um, and was shitty to me on top of that. And sometimes, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like he beat me all the time, but he hit me enough for me to not want to hang out. You and, know what I mean? D- and mm. dad was the alcoholic? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the alcoholics. There was a, like a, there was an uncle and a fucking, my mom right. did a prodigious amount of acid and, and, uh, and weed, but you know. It's not Balance. the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Beatles did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but um, uh, so I came home and uh, after a couple of days of being gone, he was mad, of course. I mean, you know, you get mad anytime your kid doesn't show up for two days and doesn't tell you where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, understandable. And, uh, and then he's like, uh, we need to have a conversation. And he's like, I'm like, okay. And he's like, I know you're on drugs. And that you're in a gang. Oh. <laughs> Which if uh, any of you guys have seen me, uh, you know I'm not in a gang. No gang's going to let me join. <laughs> uh, no one's going to be like, you know who the hottest motherfucker in the hood is? Ron Swallow. Yeah. <laughs> it's never happened. My dad, my bad dad also, uh, I, I, at the time I was literally going to schools for the D.A.R.E. program talking to people about the dangers of drugs. Literally a week Aww. earlier, I had been doing that. You were doing this at the age of 13? Yeah. Jeez. I was into it because I could see what 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 my dad was like. And mm-hmm. uh, and I could see, like, I had a couple of friends who were doing shit that they shouldn't do because New Mexico is a fucking nightmare town. That's where I grew up, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Um, breaking yeah. Bad. Makes sense. Yeah. And, <laughs> breaking and I, sad I missed, in this I missed the Breaking Bad, <laughs> uh-huh. but I was close to it. It was yeah. just starting to happen right around that 14, 15-year-old right. age. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad, um, uh, he was – what I would do when I get mad is I'd, like, walk around the complex to calm down. But my dad was blocking the door to my room, which is on the second floor. And he was saying that uh, – he had told me like a couple weeks earlier that if someone – if adult blocks the door and you try to move him or them, it's considered parent abuse, uh, which is a load of bullshit. Uh, But I did not know that. So I tried to jump out the second story window. (laughs) Oh, my God. And my dad grabbed me from behind. um, And the joke I do is I say if you're – if you're a parent, my advice to you is to never put your really angry kids in martial arts classes because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they will beat the shit out of you. Nice. <laughs> so I, I, I opened my da- dad in the ribs like six times, po- poked him in the face. Like I tried to poke him in the eyes. I didn't actually get him in the eyes, but I pun- punched him in the face a couple of times. And then he was stronger than me, so he's like trying to wrestle me, and I escape. He takes one of my shoes off. I run downstairs. My stepmom is blocking the door. And even though I've already hit my dad a bunch, I'm like, oh, I can't move her from the door. So I just try to go around her and I knock her down on accident. Try to run out the back door. My stepsister jumps on my back uh, and my younger brother starts throwing punches at me. And I'm dodging my brother's punches. I knock my sister off my back. She knocks a glass on the floor. And then my brother steps on the glass and and starts screaming. uh, And everybody's paying attention to him. Uh, so at that moment, I ran back upstairs and jump out my second story window. Why not go out the front door, Ron? I don't know. <laughs> like Le- young Liam Neeson in the yeah. house. Good and, God. Uh, and I only have one shoe on. Uh, and uh, and uh, I had stolen a bike from a kid. Uh, I don't Jesus. even know who earlier. Uh, yeah, it was a shithead. Knocked the kid off the uh, bike and took his. No, burn, no, burn no. It was in the okay. front. It was in the front. He would left his bike. Oh, Whoever okay. this kid was, I don't even know who it was. Had mm-hmm. left their bike in a front yard, and I had taken it and hidden it in a bush, where you hide things. <laughs> right. Uh, and then I got it out of the bush, and I started riding to my friend's house, uh, who I knew would let me stay with him. 
uh, and uh, I realized the cops would be looking for a guy with only one shoe on, so I took off the other shoe and threw it in a bush uh, because it wouldn't be weird uh, if the cops saw a guy wearing just socks riding a bike (laughs) who was 13 years old. Classic New Mexico story. (laughs) Or 14 years, whatever uh, eighth grade, almost ninth grade was, because that was uh, just before the summer. Wow. Um, and then I uh, stayed with a friend for a couple of weeks. Uh, that was pretty crazy. And then I ended up going to jail when I tried to come back to get my clothes because my brother called the cops. And my friend had dropped me off and was like uh, talking to the cops. And the cops were like, hey, uh, uh, hey, Brian, come over here. So now I know my name's Brian, right? Because my friend had clearly told them my name was Brian. So I go over there and the cops are like, what's your name? And I'm like, Brian. And they're like, what's your last name? I'm like, uh, Vargas? <laughs> Which was a guy I knew in high school or whatever and, uh, in uh, eighth grade. Um, and so they're like, you're lying. Go stand over there. And then my buddy's like, run, run, run. So I do. Uh-huh. Uh, and the cops chase me. And then I thought they said, stop or I'll shoot. But they actually said, stop, you little shit. Oh, my um, God. I'm so Oh my, oh, Ron, you're still looking now to be dead. No, absolutely. Jesus. Although I was a white kid. They're not shooting any white kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's I don't want to impenetrable. Science. Especially in New Mexico. Right. Um, so then they just take me to the D home. My parents left me in there for a month and a half. Uh, I was in jail, and you can look this guy up if you ever get bored. Uh, he shot his parents with uh, bows and arrows, I think it was. <gasps> ah! And then, and then. They weren't quite dead, so he killed him with a sledgehammer. Ah, and Jesus. Buried him in the backyard. No. Threw a party. Ah. And someone found a hand. Oh, God. And called the cops. Ah. And then he ended up being in the detention center for a couple of years because his parents had a lot of money that was going to him automatically. No. Um, and so he used that money for um, uh, for lawyers. Whoa. It took a couple of years. And they were trying to try, decided to try him if he wanted to try him as an adult, which they did. He ended up doing like 40 years or 30 years or something and getting out. That's, so, I, yeah, that's he still fair. He lives in New Mexico now. I think that's fair. I believe the there loose. was abuse from the parents too. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things. Yeah. But yeah, he, sh- he could beat him with sledgehammers. So, oh, you know. that's so dead. Yeah, oh, that's so much anger. Yeah. So I guess what you're trying to say is it could have been worse. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So Damn, then uh, that was one crazy thing. Now, this one isn't quite as crazy, but the, I should explain that this isn't a long line of – I was married for eight years. Mm-hmm. I got married way too young, probably because of the abandonment issues. Because, yeah. Uh, there's some – Stability. My dad, after muscles. he stopped drinking, immediately abandoned me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he was sober for a year, very nice for a year, and then decided to move to Texas. And I was like, I don't want to go to Texas. And he was like, mm, fine, stay here, and then left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, adults That's are a- not supposed to – they're not supposed to do that. Yeah. So they'd be like, get in the fucking car, you're coming to Texas. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where you go, uh, would my life be better if I had gone to Texas? I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm totally cool with me being who I am right now. So right. that's that's just what happened. God, that wouldn't fly in my household. They're like, no, we're going to Texas. Yeah, so well, you that's, didn't what have adults, a tr- that's, that's, that's what your parents wow. are supposed to do. Yeah. And if I have kids... And they act like that. I will, of course, be like, well, that's too bad. I'm the adult. And until you're 18 years old, right. you're stuck with me. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and that's the thing is in, in chaotic family systems and systems that are um, uh, sort of plagued by alcoholism and codependency, everyone's 
being the wrong role. Everyone's the wrong role. And so children have adult powers and, and adults have children powers. And, oh, and so there's a lot of sort of switching back and forth between who's, who's what at any time. And so in a situation like that, that's a very convenient decision. I've, 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 I was in a situation like that when I was like uh, 15 or 16, where I was basically uh, my, my, I went to live with my mom and I did no business being with my mom. She couldn't stay out of rehab and everybody just kind of like, was like, okay, Anna's making her own decisions. And it's like, well, she's 15. You can't really make decisions at 15. Right. And I think that a lot of times too, like, uh, in those, and I don't have kids. So who knows when I, you know, hopefully I've paid enough penance through like dealing with crazy people professionally that, you know, when I have kids, I'll have like just one that's real normal. It could happen. <laughs> just a yeah. real regular ass. Well, they'll kid. probably be fine because you're fine now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a big thing. If I'd had kids when I was 23, these kids would be ruined right now. Right. Because mm. I was a mess. Right. If I have kids in a couple of years right now, they'll probably be fine. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, good, yeah. good DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you make decisions in your life? Uh, by the seat of my pants. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you now, think we got here? <laughs> now it's a it's a lot of thought process. Now I take a lot of time. I decide how this is going to affect my life. Is this the right thing to do? Um, and then I, I uh, you know, weigh my options. And if it feels okay, I I. I take the leap and do it. Because you made a pretty big decision early on. Because when you talk about why you don't drink, yeah. you basically state, like, I have an addictive personality. And and you know what's funny? I didn't know if I did mm-hmm. when I was young. I just saw – I remember literally reading a thing that said genetically you can predi- be predisposed towards uh, addiction. Right. Um, and I was looking at my family and listening to stories about other family members that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, no, this is a, a bad idea. And I was looking at the difference between my dad. Like I said, uh, I think I told him this out, outside, uh, Alex. Uh, I, I told him, like, my dad, uh, while drunk, was like a, 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 would be more prone to violence and definitely be a shittier human, shittier human being saying things like – one time I took a ninth in a, in a, a cross-country yeah. Uh, thing, which is decent. I did it in 15 minutes and 20 seconds or something like that. Yeah. A 5K. Well, it's a pretty decent thing. And you were mm. participating in a sport. Yeah. Like that's mm. not and that he, not that everyone, you know, just participation trophy culture, whatever you yeah. know, people are saying. But like be proud of your kid for doing the thing. Yeah. He said yeah. Uh, uh, ninth place was just the eighth loser. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> oh, it's so brutal. Yeah, it's totally brutal. But it's also like one of those things where like I, I did have a – I'm not good enough attitude for most right. of my life. Right, right, right. I still right. have that from time to time. Like, you know, I'll have one, I'll have a set where one or two jokes don't go perfectly. Yeah. And I'll think that I wasn't, that I suck at this, you know, what oh, I mean? yeah. or, or that I'm just not good enough. Even if I'm good, I'm just not good enough. You know, like that sort of attitude, right. which is never good for anybody. No. But it also is one of the things that definitely led me to do stand up. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know which I think way because I, I think love it's healthy stand-up. just to have that idea that you can always get better. It's good, but you, the fine line between content and also ambition, yeah. I think that's what drives a lot of people towards greatness. Absolutely, because if you're just always content, oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna well, you're gonna. I mean, take... have you met a con- comedian who's content with how good they are? No, no never. You know, well, not the ones that are good. You haven't. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who sucks definitely is content with how good they are. If you can't, if so. people say they're out there killing it. They're not killing it. Most of the time, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you'll see somebody who actually does kill it who says they killed it. But usually mm-hmm. they'll be like, yeah, but yesterday I ate a dick. 
I had <laughs> I had a, a great set on Saturday at a festival, and then I ate shit on Sunday at a show here in LA that I wanted to impress everyone on because mm-hmm. everybody on the show was so great. Mm-hmm. And I do I I struggle. I I mentioned where I lost the crowd. It was it was I went up first. Blah blah. blah. Anyway, I should have been better, but I had a, I had a set so bad I had to call my sponsor. <laughs> 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 and she like I got laughs, but it wasn't like it wasn't good. And I, I I walked outside. I called my sponsor, and she said, "Oh, you mean you're in your third year of comedy, and you're gonna have a occasionally not great set? Oh, you end Hard of the life. world, end of the world, Anna, end of and the world." Like, oh yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Cash oh, in your chips. Thanks for using humor to make me see the exactly. error of my ways." Exactly. She was like, "Can't you just be nice to yourself for a minute? Like, have you been through it?" She was like, "She." She basically was like, you totaled your car, you but you still you have health problems and you still you kept going this week. Yeah. You're amazing. It's yeah. basically she was like total up the wins. You are which amazing, is, by the way. You are amazing. We're all amazing. Yeah. We're all here. We all did it. But the thing is, is like it's you gotta total up the wins sometimes and, and yeah. yeah, like occasionally we're gonna occasionally you're gonna burn a pancake. Yeah. Do you burn your kitchen down or do you never cook again? Oh no, like, you definitely burn the kitchen down. Burn the kitchen down. Just like fuck that. <laughs> it's haunted by that one burn pancake um the point was uh getting back to the point that for my sure. dad was that guy when he was drunk yeah when he was sober he was a guy who said nice things to me and told me i was bright and gave me hugs and shit right. uh and it, yeah. it really i could see the difference so you have probably and, both dads living in your brain yeah absolutely and mm-hmm. it got to a point where literally my dad gave me shit for once for not drinking because uh, like I think he offered me a sip of his beer or something along those lines and yeah. I was like yeah no I'm still not drinking and he's like uh, was it like sad dad yeah, beer was it like a virgin Miller? or something like that you gotta uh, unvirgin yourself or something and uh, I'm fucking whoa, whoa, at that point so deep, you know deflower yourself yeah something along those like you need to loosen up Ron like no no I don't I'm I'm 16 years old yeah, <laughs> I don't need to loosen up. <laughs> I'm just fine. I've just Sound made like the decision. A 16 year old to loosen up. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. you know, it, it it became clear to me, and then as I got older, it definitely became even more clear. The first time I played blackjack, I played, I played for I think it was 26 hours in a row. <laughs> I stayed up for 26 hours playing blackjack. <laughs> My wife kept coming back and like, "Are you still playing blackjack?" And I was like, yeah, this is really fun. You just had a bottle of Mountain Dew. And I won money and it was fine. But again, that's one of those things where at least I'm aware of it enough. And I'm super glad. I mean, most people would make fun of their D.A.R.E. program. But I am super glad I went to that because I after I was in in the week in Vegas that we spent, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do this very much. Like, I don't – like, I I need to do this. And, like, now I play poker, which is still gambling, but it's also Mm. a little bit of skill. I don't do the other gambling. And if I do, I do it in a specific way. Like, okay, this is money I'm going to spend. I have to make rules in order to go do that stuff. Yeah, you leave your wallet in the car. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, video games, I'll play for 16 hours at a time. Like, Mm -hmm. the first time I played World of Warcraft, I was like, oh. I'll play this for an hour and I'll do some push-ups and then I'll go hit a mic. And then it was like <laughs> 17 hours later, I'm mm-hmm. like farming by yeah. killing whatever beasts I can find. My ex, one time we went to a meeting, we came back, we gave this kid a ride and he was like, we, we were just all hanging out and he was like, yeah, can I come over? We're like, sure. We brought him, invited him in and the, the desktop was still like, there was like a World of Warcraft account just sort of. I don't know. You know how they sort of like they sort of bob and weave when you're yeah, not yeah. doing anything with them, and uh, and I wasn't playing. It was just my ex's uh, video game thing, and he 
came running into the apartment. He shoots over to the corner and he was like, oh my God, you're a level 45 blurkity blurk blurk blurk. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, do you want to see my other accounts? I have <laughs> more. And then it just turned into this whole thing and I was like, oh, I'm going to go over here and watch anime and not feel. And it, it was just this, like, it's so funny what we can we can turn our addictions into. And yep. um, yeah, that's so funny. And it could be a good thing. He could probably go on and make a shit ton of money gaming. And I think it, it's a good thing. I think it's a it's a gift and a curse, really, the addictive personality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know guys who worked uh, uh, worked many characters up to level one hundred and then sold them for uh, five hundred or seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But to, to the kids that are no good at anything. You know? But some of the but a lot of those guys weren't <laughs> weren't addicted. To it was a business at that point, and yeah. And it was mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it all day long. Mm-hmm. They would go when they had their time off, and they would play, and they right. would do it for a couple hours, and they would do other things. Jokes. And and there's people who like real addicts who like there's a couple of dudes who've died from yeah. playing video games Jesus. because they played for so many hours. Uh, I believe one of them just like his bladder burst. Or something eh. like that because he wouldn't go to the bathroom. I had a client poop himself and then try to hide the poop, and that's how I, I have a story about finding a poop in a suitcase. That's how <laughs> that's how the poop in the suitcase got there. Was because uh, I was like, man, this suitcase is heavy. Why is everything in here wet? Why? Oh God, oh, there's a poop no. in here. Uh, just a whole grown man poop because he didn't want to. He didn't want to get up. It's great. From the video game. Great name for a comedy album. Poop in a suitcase. Yeah, it was surprisingly, that might be the cleanest Anna thing Valenzuela. I've ever said on stage. A poop <laughs> in a suitcase. I also told, after that girl was so crazy last night, I told a story on stage about, um, uh, and I, I think I finally found a way to make it funny, but uh, about a girl getting a tattoo when I worked at the rehab. She got a tattoo that looked like a butthole on her foot. She was <laughs> like, it's rings on a tree. And I was like, and this is what got me fired. Uh, a butthole. <laughs> that is a butthole on your foot. Why'd you tattoo a butthole to your foot? But anyway, um, talking a lot about me. I'm sorry, guys. Um, right, next question. Talk all you want. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, this is about Ron Swallow. I, hi, Ron. Hi. And how we relate to each other. And how, how, we, how we all, yeah, how we all relate to each other. Uh, you are also, I, I feel like this is not a question, but I feel like I have to mention this. Uh, Ron is one of the only people who can out roller coaster me. Yeah, I love roller what? coasters. Yeah, I had to like, I had to collect myself before I drove home. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. And I could have literally done it for an hour more. Yeah, yeah. And we were running from roller coaster to roller coaster because neither <laughs> one of us has a has an adrenaline seeking addictive no, personality. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, running God. from roller coaster to roller coaster. And <laughs> to finished, get as many as we could in. And we finished with Goliath, which is the one that makes you black out a little bit. Well, some people do. Not me. Oh, I do. Oh, I was geez. like, and I was like, let's. <laughs> Drive the car now, and then um, uh, yeah, they have that blackout alley or blackout uh, circle. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the centrifugal force makes your brain go no, and then you, it just shuts down for systems a second. Off. Yeah. yeah, systems Jeez. off. Uh, but uh, the, I yeah, see, I have a season. I pass love adrenaline. Now. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what it, what have you discovered about yourself in the last however many years with your comic book moral code with your experiences in comedy with your sort of like getting over and through some of the things that you've been through as a child what have you discovered about yourself in this process that may have been surprising well it's gonna sound weird but that i'm not a shithead yeah no you're not a shithead i spent most of my life thinking i was a bad Mm -hmm. person like up into my 20s even when i was married and stuff like that. I just thought I was not a good person. Yeah, addicts even, and alcoholics are very good at telling the people around them they aren't good enough. Yeah, even mm-hmm. as I did my best to help people and be kind to people and uh, treat people 
nicely. I just always thought uh, that I was not a good person. And uh, even now, I'm like kind of getting teared up. I know your delight. Because it's uh, it it was so weird to realize that I'm a nice person, and and I'm I'm a good person. Like yeah. you know, and it still feels weird to be a person who says a good person that I'm a good person. But I have to do that for yeah. myself because yeah. if I don't do that, there's still a part of me that thinks I'm kind of a, a shitty person, even though everything I do for most part is like. I'm pretty good to people. I mean, there isn't going to be a very there, – there may be a few people who be like, Ron was a dick to me. But for the most part, most people are going to be like, yeah, Ron's a nice person who's who's a good guy. I've never heard anybody say Ron was a dick to me. Yeah, yeah there's me, only me, one uh, or two. Yeah. And even then, I was really just honest. Yeah. Like a Peter Prince, I was kind of mean to one time. But it wasn't – yeah. That mean. It was more just telling him he shouldn't, he can't be on my show because he's not good at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I well. told him I'm booking people who are good. I asked for clips, and uh, and I had seen him already, and said, "Man, I can't. Uh, no offense, I can't book you. I just don't think you're good enough." Then he sent. He said, I, "I've gotten better since you've seen me last. Let me send you a clip." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." And then he sent me a clip of him literally bombing for six and a half minutes. Tight. And I and I had to tell him like, hey man, this is not a good clip. You you don't get any laughs in this. Do you did you listen to it? Because there's no laughs. And he's like, yeah, but it's funny. And I was like, no, what? It's not funny. You can tell that it's not funny because no one's laughing. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and I've been mean to a couple of comics like that. Like uh, there's another guy who I won't say because maybe he'll actually listen to this. I don't know. Uh, who. Uh, thinks he's good at comedy Mm -hmm. and uh i went and did a gig with him in uh lancaster where he bombed for literally 30 minutes straight oh yeah uh then then and just and really just ate a dick and made it hard for the other comics to to dig out of the hole that he dug because not only was he not good but he was kind of like abusive about it and offensive yeah where the fuck was he on the lineup that you guys had oh he booked it Oh no! Oh. Yeah, yeah. So then he tells me he's gonna he's gonna headline his own show that he's booking. <laughs> and I go, fucking loser. Here's Jesus. the thing: is I didn't realize Stop. that he'd been doing comedy for eight years at that point. Oh, I thought he'd been doing God. comedy about a year or two years and was just trying to push himself harder than he should. And uh, and I was like, you know, man, I'm not I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but uh, you really aren't good enough to headline. It's not a good idea. It's going to make you look bad if people who are at this club, because it was a professional club, yeah. see you do 30 minutes and not do well. They're, you know, it's bad for your career yeah. if you yeah. want to do this as a career, thinking he had only done it like a year or two. And he's like, and he, he refers to the last gig and goes, hey, you saw me do uh, hold down that 30 minutes in Lancaster. And it was like, <laughs> and this is when I can be a dick. I go, I'm sorry. Did you think you did well at that gig? Ooh. Oh, sit and down. he was like and he was like, Yeah, I did great. What are you talking about? And I was oh, like, No. No, seriously, you did terrible. Then he headlined that gig, eight dick headlining. Uh-huh. And so we had a tape of it. <gasps> oh, good. It. Cool. Good. Still doesn't make a difference. Because oh. when people are delusional, yeah. they're gonna believe whatever they want. And that's why you shouldn't be mean to them. I mean, really. I'm not helping them by being honest with them. Well, I'm not. Well, some I people mean, that live in that delusion, they can't there's handle. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Self-reflection and, is profoundly important for what we do. Yeah. And we the comics who are going to be good will already admit they did a bad job. 
Yeah. yeah. You, you can always tell I did a bad job because somebody will go, good set. And I'll go, you're very kind. <laughs> 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 you're very kind. I know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> it's more like, what, don't kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because I'm just seething with anger Anyways, on the inside. <laughs> I think that's the main thing that I learned uh, was that I'm a decent person. Yeah. Good. It was hard to learn that, though. Like, honestly, it's really hard to, to learn that. Yeah. You have to unlearn a lot of like negative tapes. Yeah. Yeah. So. What uh, what would you say? This is great because you just you just said it. What would you say your level of honesty is? It is very honest. You real honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I try to be polite now. Like I'm, I'm. I don't try to be mean. But I think I think in a way that I mean I had a situation. I had a run in with a booker who took. He didn't like me. But then he also said the tape you sent in wasn't strong. And it was one of my very few cleanish tapes. Mm-hmm. And I sent him an email the next day and I said, you know, uh, first off, thank you for, you know, I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. I'd love to, you know, if you're ever in LA, I'd love to treat you to a coffee or a beer or something. And um, thank you for bringing that to my attention. These are usually the tapes I send out. And, um, you know, I was trying something new, but thank you for that. And I just kind of, kind of leaned into it. Like, okay, you gave me, you gave me feedback I need to look at. Yeah. I don't care for how it was delivered. Yeah. I, I think yelling was a bit much. Oh, he yelled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was oh like, people, I wanted to get in the car. I was like, I'm a nice person. People are yelling at me. But it was uh, it was a situation, and it was just, it was a misunderstanding. I didn't understand certain rules and, and things that happened um, in that area. But I didn't understand what was happening. And I'm one of those people that if you get, if you tell me the rules of the game, I'll play the rules of the game. You yeah. know, but if you don't tell me the rules, I get very frustrated. Yeah. Um, we have that in common, too. Right. And I think that the, I think that your level of honesty, while, you know, they say honesty without compassion is brutality. Yeah. I do think in a way it, it's cruel to let people, to not give people feedback sometimes when it's just not changing, when it's not going well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and a lot of people have helped me out like that by being honest like yeah no man these three jokes you're doing they're not really getting good laughs and i'm like yeah i think you're right that's true let me see what i can work on them you know like people have helped me out with that sort of thing too yeah yeah so i mean i think honesty is a a good way to do it and um you know there's no reason to be super mean about being honest but uh you know if you're straightforward and and don't use name calling right don't scream how honest with yourself are you Maybe too honest sometimes, but then also some, sometimes uh, probably not enough. You know what I mean? It, it, <laughs> it all depends, it all depends on what on, area. Yeah, it all depends on the situation, you know. What areas are you strongest in and what areas are you weakest in? I would say I probably think I'm smarter than I am. Okay. Uh, I probably – I probably I'm not I'm not super educated, although I'm starting to go to college as an old guy. I know a friend of mine nice. is and uh, friend of the podcast uh, is is also in class with you. Which person? Name names. His name is Jared. Which 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 one's Jared? Which class are we in? Accounting. Oh, oh, the guy who sits right behind me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's nice. Yeah, he's a really nice is he guy. Comedian. He is a he's a, a a person I met through Kyle Clark. Oh. Yeah, he's a friend. That's crazy. Yeah. I, we didn't really talk either. That's funny. Yeah. 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 Awesome. 
yeah. your secrets out. Nice. He's a nice dude. He is a very nice dude. Yeah. He was we, like, we, I think I'm in class with that Ron Swallow person. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. He we, knows who you are. <laughs> yeah, I make fun of the accounting teacher all the time. You're like roasting the teacher? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. It's funny because he's actually a really good teacher, uh, but he's uh, kind of like a crap person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like super conservative and uh, doesn't give a shit. He's one of those things where you could make an argument that he's just almost... He's one of those guys that would be the, I'm just being honest. Oh, no. Um, you know, he's one of those type of dudes. He berated, a, he didn't think of it as berating, but there was like a lady in the back of the class who was having a problem with a thing and she was having a hard time answering. He was like, just answer the question. Why are you having such a hard time answering this question? It's a very simple answer. You know what I mean? Like Ooh. that type of attitude. Wow. And, and then for the most part, he is a good teacher, but he'll lose his temper on certain things. And you put on your superhero cape I, and you I were did. like, I, made I have. I have yeah. to make fun of him. Yeah, I have Took a skill. A I have a very specific ass. set of skills. <laughs> yeah, he started. He started saying something about transgender uh, no. people in accounting, accounting class. class. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a guy who'll get political. Jesus. He'll, he'll, he'll bring up political stuff, and he wasn't too mean about it's it. Like, bro, just teach I just, me how to use quick. I just go. Yeah. I just go. I just go. Look how old this guy is, guys. <laughs> He's so old. He doesn't know that things changed. <laughs> He's like real good at accounting, but can't learn about people. Bro, what did he do? Did he get mad at he you? He just laughs, actually. That's he's, a fair, he's, okay. He's got a good, he actually has a good sense of humor about it. Like, that's, that's good. If you're going to be an old codger, have a great sense of humor about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, I won because the you know the whole class left. That's, they're like, oh, fan fan. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great old man heckle. Like, yeah. hey, everybody, look at this old guy. He's so old, he doesn't know things change. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, was a, it was a good time. Oh. But yeah, you know, I'm trying to learn. I would say that's, I think that is one of my weaknesses is I think I'm uh, smarter than I actually am. Yeah. And I will, I will think I'm right for the most part because I have a, such an, like I read a lot and I, I do my best to learn things uh, logically and do my thinking logically. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm right a lot. Yeah. I, I heard a cool thing the other day. They said to speak like you know everything and listen like you don't like you know do. anything. Yeah. yeah. That's that's actually wow. a good idea. I do try to listen. I think actually that might be one of my best things to do, that I do. It's I make a joke about how the re, how you can get laid, but really it's about how you can have a good relationship. Uh, yeah, it's about uh, the fact if uh, if sound, tell the joke. It's sound I mean, advice. It's, it's basically if you want to get laid, it's real simple. What you do is when a woman talks to you, you listen to her. Yeah. Uh, then you ask her questions that have something to do with what she just said. Yeah. Everybody. Then all of a sudden you're fucking her. That's yeah. It. Everybody what? throw out your books about. <laughs> yeah. About being a shithead. Yeah. Because I've been getting laid since uh, since I was 16, and it's all just because I like to listen to people, uh, and I think it's interesting. I think people are interesting, and so when I talk to a woman, I actually pay attention to her, and then they like you when you do that. Yeah. And then here's the crazy thing: when a woman likes you, she'll totally have sex with you. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like in a pretty you could have, relationship because of that. You could have a foot growing out of your forehead. And as long as she's just like, he's cool. Yeah, you got he, a chance. He, he listens to me. He talks about things that, you know. I'll massage that foot. Yeah. 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 I'll exactly. suck on it. <laughs> hey, whatever you're into. I'll keep it clean for you. <laughs> all right. All right, Alex. <laughs> Don't grow into a stereotype yeah, over I'm there. Just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, the joke, I use it for, you know, I use sex to make the joke. But really, it's about being in good relationships yeah uh, not that i can 
brag too much about that because I had some bad relationships too. So, you know, hey, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am. Remember that? <laughs> do, you, do, you draw, do you draw chaotic people into your life? Uh, Says yes. a girl who's reading Codependent No More right now <laughs> no. for the second I mean, time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. My, uh, I'm, I, I, I also, I, I, I made this, I've, I've made a realization about this too. Like for a while I was like, I'm only going to date a sober person after I broke up with my last girlfriend who, you know, was like obsessed with uh, smoking weed all day long inside yeah. of her house with no windows open oh, no. On a, out of a giant bowl, literally all day long. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a fucking nightmare. And there was a bunch of other things that were wrong with it that had to do with, yeah. not only had to do with the weed, but other attitudes that led it, to the thing she does. Yeah. Um, and so for a while I was just like, uh, I'm just going to be doing sober, but it's like, no, uh, eventually, I realized I was like, no, I just need to find somebody who does all that stuff, but normally, like who smoked weed uh, once a day, if that, um, every once in a while, uh, drinks and has a beer because mm-hmm. they're a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I gave up on the sober thing also because a c- couple times I dated some sober people who were AA sober, but not good AA sober. You know we're what I mean? a little chaotic mm. sometimes. Yeah. Dry drunks. <laughs> and, and I th- I mean, uh, but even the girl I'm dating now has a little bit of chaos. She has purple hair. And that's what I – and I think I like a little bit of chaos. I think it's interesting because um, super normal people – I think we've had this discussion mm-hmm. too. I think you had the same conversation with Stuart yeah. uh, where it's like you have, before you start talking about your family, you have to give them a warning. Like, yeah, we had we had right. We actually the two how of do us, we handle this. Yeah, yeah, you you came up to me at uh, Liquid Zoo, rest in peace, uh, yeah. Liquid Zoo, uh, and Liquid and, Zoo. and you said, "How do I explain to this girl? I really like her. How do I explain to her what kind of childhood?" And I just had that conversation with my boyfriend where I was just like, "We'll get to that. Like, let's let's I mean, let's." Let's Make see sure where this that you like me first. before I yeah before I before you I sadden you yeah exactly before <laughs> I really bum you out. Uh, I, and it I usually I was I usually would start with just so you know before I tell you this stuff I'm okay now. Yeah, yeah I've done a lot of work <laughs> like thousands of dollars worth of therapy. Yikes. I've done a lot of work. I've yeah, logged good. the hours. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I do, but I find that too. I find people. Um, but I think they're interesting, interesting. people. Yeah, because that are a little bit who are on a little them. bit messed up can have a conversation about how you're messed up. Yeah. They yeah, can relate they can to hang. you. They can be like, okay, well, yeah, I understand you have a, had a family who did this because uh, my dad uh, was a famous drummer who uh, like uh, introduced me to his girlfriends while he was married to my stepmom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Awkward. He was also part of Scientology. Oh, Yay. yeah. You know I mean? like that's... Oh, they don't like cheating in Scientology. No, they don't. Oh. Uh, um, they don't like cheating, but they ostracize you from your family. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a thing. Uh, it's a not to you know whatever works for whatever person. Don't want to throw shade. Have no opinion on outside issues. Whatever. But no. like, watch a few documentaries. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, are we going long? How do you? No, no, no. How do you deal with fear and anxiety in your life? That's a good question. How do I deal with that? Uh, well, you know, um, I go and I punch. Beat, old beat your whole family, and, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking at you like, oh, no. Um, now I just don't even – I'm thinking about it and it just doesn't affect me anymore. I know that sounds weird. Yeah. But 
it used to affect me because I would go crazy and start doing things um, uh, with no thought and just taking action, hoping that one of the actions would work out to fix whatever problem I had. Um, and that is and then, and then, it worse. And in the off chance it worked out correctly, would I, you take would all work. the credit for it? Would you just be like, I knew that was going to happen like that? Yes. When in reality, you're just a cat falling from a six-story building, hoping you're going to land on your feet. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's very real And then when me. I landed, it was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I, did, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. yeah. I, I knew that if I believed that I could land, that I would land. Yes, exactly. The secret, you guys. Yeah. Just like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, um, uh, now I just, I just wait. I literally just wait. Yeah. I just keep doing what I'm doing and focusing on the things that are important to me. Going to school, doing comedy, hanging out with my girlfriend, petting my cats. Hell yeah. You know, and then, and then it works out how it works out. And most of the time it, it, you know, it's, it, it'll work out fine because I didn't do something like, oh, well I have to pay rent and I only have. $300 $300 and I need $500 in six days. Let's go play poker. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> no. I've no. done it a few times and it's turned yeah. out fine once or twice. <laughs> but that Other once or I twice. I uh. borrow money. <laughs> right. And to, instead what it is, I'll go, okay, I've got $300. I've got to come up with more money. Um, what do I do? Let's ask around for some gigs. Let's yeah. do some, take your time. Whatever, where are you, how much money are you actually making this week? Are right. you going to make more money than you think you're going to make? Are you worrying for no reason? And then I, I literally don't take action until an action is the right action. Right. Um, I think. Yeah. I mean, make the ball come to you. I like it. Yeah. And I know at least the last couple of years have been more solid in my life. Uh, so I have to assume that at least that's working better. Okay. So, Taking a breath. Yeah. I love it. But I would say that uh, for the first 38 years of my life, things had not been great when it came to that sort of thing. Dealing, dealing with fear and anxiety was me taking insane actions uh, without thinking about them. Yeah. So just the last couple of years, I'm able to like go, okay, take your time. Nothing actually ever is a real disaster unless everything's gone. Yeah. And even then – I yeah. <laughs> even then there is a there is a sense of uh, oh god we gotta ooh we gotta we gotta get through these questions yeah let's um, do it let's do it sorry we've been babbling because this is fun this is fun right uh, okay fear and anxiety blah, blah, blah. Uh, what say are like what would you say are the the character defects you have to work on the most I'm perfect so. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cockiness. Cockiness. Yeah. Um, um, uh, liking myself for reals. Oh, believing in myself. That would be a good thing. Um, and knowing that if I never get famous, uh, that it isn't the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That one's the hard one. Yeah, that's that's very the hard. one that I'm starting to have those fears too. Where it's like, what if, what if this just is a, th- this is it? Out. And yeah. then it's like, I got to remember, I win doing the thing. Yeah, I love doing stand up. Yeah, and uh, I've been paid enough to call myself a comedian. I've yeah. been paid more than most people in this state. I would say. Yeah. Uh, by no means makes me successful. Yeah. I'm not doing it for a living by any means, and I would like to be doing it for a living, and that is my goal. But I've also realized that if I never 
If I never actually do it for a living, I'm never going to quit doing it because I love doing it. Yeah. Um, I've also got to go to, I don't know, 35 comic book conventions for free. Hell yeah. Because I do stand up. Yeah. And to me, that's that alone is worth it. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's still hard to think about, like, that I may never do this for a true living. Yeah. Um, but you you have to do the things you love to do. Or, no matter what. Or you're going to be sad. Yeah. If I'm if I was if I stopped being a creative person at any time, no matter what job I was doing, even if I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year, or if I uh, pull off making this uh, internet site I'm working on and become a crazy millionaire, if I was not doing something creative and funny, I would be a sad person. Right. So right. that's what, that's it. What's maybe like your weirdest apology or amends you've had to give? Well, here's one that was weird. That ended up in a different, like in a way that you wouldn't have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had been estranged after my dad abandoned me. Uh, my dad divorced my stepmom and then abandoned me. Um, and I didn't see my stepmom who raised me from six till 16. Wow. So, you know, and then I just never saw her again until uh, a few, like maybe six or seven years ago. I messaged her on uh, MySpace. Hell yeah. <laughs> so it might have even been 10 years ago at Hell this point. Hell yeah. Uh, no, I was married, so it has to be 10 years ago. Um, so I messaged her when I found her on MySpace and, uh, and I said, I apologized for, uh, having been a tough kid. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, again, I was still in that I'm a bad kid thing. Yeah. I'm a bad person thing. And I apologized to her and said, hey, you know, I was, I'm sorry, I was so hard growing up to deal with. And then she wrote me back and said, you should not be apologizing to me. Mm. I was the adult in this situation. Um, and because of you guys not being in our lives after your dad divorced me, um, I went to school and... Um, became a teacher for uh, for uh, angry children, like for, oh, for children wow. with, with problems. Um, and I went and saw her, and we cried and hugged each other. Oh, my God. Oh, and because she did her best she could with a drunk dad who was a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, and who hid a lot of the stuff he did, by the way. Yeah. This is how you know he kind of was evil, because when she was around, none of that stuff was happening. Right. She didn't really see how I got hurt, and I would lie. And stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he was doing anything to the stepkids or, or, yeah. or to her. Yeah. I don't know much of that except for that he was like said abusive shit. Yeah. Um, and did a couple of crazy things. One time he blo- broke a table in half when he got mad at the, at the table. Plates dope. went flying everywhere. Damn. <laughs> it was kind of dope actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've I seen stuff that, like yeah. that. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know spaghetti could explode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say that's uh that was one of the apologies. Uh, wow. That was like a, a big deal. And it was, and I still mean the apology because mm-hmm. I really was tough as a kid yeah. and I probably could have been better. How do you experience forgiveness? Um, not well, not good at it. No, yeah. uh, I mean, sometimes I am. Um, one time my the ex-wife we broke up and it was a bad it was I mean it wasn't terrible yeah. the divorce itself was like an easy divorce she took half her she took her stuff I kept my stuff we split the the, the debts in half even though she spent more of that money but I had not realized how much it was but still money well spent yeah, yeah. you know why divorces are expensive they're worth it. They're worth yeah. it. Totally worth it. <laughs> so then um, 
um, a few like years back, this was when I was talking about like, I just did a, a Facebook post along the lines and she was still friends with me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a Facebook post along the lines of like, well, uh, I better make it stand up because I just realized I have no job experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then she, she put like, uh, and I was like, so I have no backup plan right now. And she put like, you don't need a backup plan. She like put a nice comment. Aww. And mm-hmm. then I wrote her a thing saying, Hey, you know, that that's sweet. nice of you. Yeah. You trying um, to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she had kids at that point okay. and was remarried. So no, wasn't trying to do that. She was just being nice. <laughs> and uh and and I apologized for having been like done some, you know, bad shit as a yeah. husband and she yeah. forgave me and I kind of forgave her for or the mean shit she did cuz realized she just wanted to have kids and didn't know that I was serious about not wanting to have kids. Yeah. So, at the time. Yeah. What's the, did you do the same thing that I did where it was like, um, I haven't had kids up until this point. I'm not opposed to it, but I was afraid for many years of doing to them what was done to me. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't have kids. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think I do used to do a joke about it. Like, uh, I think I like this joke, but it never did well. So uh, listeners get ready to not laugh at this joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, sad joke. Sad joke. <laughs> Incoming. Like I read, um, I read in a science magazine that uh, when you uh, look like another person, that there's a very good chance that you'll have the same personality uh, because of genetics, uh, which really freaked me out because I look exactly like my dad. So that means I'm for sure going to hit my kids. Oh, wow. That joke never did well. I uh, don't know why. Well, struck yeah. Nobody? Nobody? Uh, uh, <laughs> is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this an audience on oil painting? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> okay, we're going to power through the last three, right, three questions it. because I've been talking too much about myself. I take the ownership on this if you're listening. Yeah, but I apologize. Um, also, probably should still try to start at the original time. I was like, well, we're always all late anyway. Might as well start at the... Nope, that didn't work. Um, when I can tell when your therapist cancels on you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Okay, here we go. Uh, How do you do this thing on a day-to-day basis? Do you, like, just sort of live your life, I suppose? Like, what's your day-to-day life like? That is an interesting question. I don't, I don't know. I just get up. I'm tired. I brush my teeth after I poop and play dragons. (laughs) <laughs> the dragon game that I play uh, go to work look forward to doing comedy if I get to do comedy and then um, try to learn something new every day uh, what uh, okay uh, higher power yes zero. no zero I'm an atheist okay that's actually one of the problems I always have with the uh, AA thing yeah and I know that they say well you could make it your Harley or you could make a book your Harley that's hilarious that's the most New Mexico higher power I've ever heard that's so funny hey make it your Harley bro that's great (laughs) Albuquerque Anonymous (laughs) Um, and uh, and I have a few problems with AA Uh, I think that one of the things they they sometimes miss not all the time because some people who have serious problems uh, like real real the real hardcore people who are like, you know, almost killing themselves and others all the time, every single time they drink and, you know, like almost getting a fight every time or getting a fight every time. Those people, I'm glad for them to just do whatever it is they need. But the one problem I've always had is I never felt like uh, uh, AA does what I think it should do, which is uh, figure out why you're drinking. 
because uh, most people have a reason that they're covering all their feelings up or that they're mm. trying not to feel or they're whatever it is that they're drinking for. Um, like my brother has reasons he's he's been drinking mm-hmm. um, and no one's helped him with those reasons. It's one of those things where it might take a couple of times through the steps for him to really uncover that. Because you, you're supposed to do that yourself, right? Yeah, because denial is a denial's a very powerful thing that keeps us from, you know... It's saying you actually have a problem. <laughs> well, but also it keeps us from like falling into despair and giving up. Yeah. So I think that for a lot of people the denial portion I know for myself I had to really unpack like why was I behaving this way and I'm still in the process of unpacking it I don't even think I don't know if that journey ever ends yeah because I think there's a reason you're drinking when you drink or a reason you're doing drugs when you do drugs I I I think there's something behind it and sure you we for sure people have an addictive personality and that's a real thing and I believe it 100% because I'm positive that I have it uh but at the same time uh I'm lucky because I don't think – I think that me not doing those things was was because I never denied all the problems that I had. Yeah. I just allowed them to be real problems and then tried to fix them in whatever way I tried to fix them. And I think other people deny their problems and the way they feel about things or they deny their feelings or they don't think it's okay to feel or whatever it is that that, that does that, that drives into drinking. And, and that's the saddest part about drinking mm-hmm. because for a lot of people, drinking can be a nice time. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, like my girlfriend's a great example. She can go to a, a, a bar or sing karaoke, mm-hmm. drink, two song, do, drink two drinks, get a mm-hmm. tiny bit of buzz on, and have a great time. And She's then, not an addict or an alcoholic, though. Absolutely not. She doesn't have that. You know, she doesn't get so drunk that she throws up every time. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to see because I'm 100% sure that if I drank a drink that I, a drink that I really liked, I would mm-hmm. drink that until I could not drink it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where I, I, I do get that people need the help and, and I'm glad that exists for mm-hmm. that. And my problem with the, with the higher power thing would be a problem, I would, I would say. Surprisingly less problematic than you think. Yeah, but it's the intelligence thing. It's the intelligence thing that's, uh, that's difficult for a lot of folks because it's like, but I'm so smart. And it's like, yeah, but uh, book smarts and experiential smarts are two different things. And we're trying to get you to experience a different thing. Now we're mm-hmm. trying to, we're trying to rewire behavior. Yeah. And in order to do that, sometimes you have to set aside what your brain is telling you to do and just do the thing. And my understanding is the the higher power is really about admitting that you don't have power over a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So I get so. that. The, how do you how do you deal with that? Are you a, a believer in the in the gods? I don't I don't know what's <laughs> out there, but I know what's out there, and I'm okay with it. And I also have no idea what the that thing wants, but I just try to be present to that experience. I'll tell you one thing I do believe in, and that's dreams. Oh, really? I don't mean my own dreams, like when I go to sleep and dream about things, but I mean like goals, goals. and, and mm-hmm. dreams. Yeah, I I believe that having dreams is a is an impetus for moving to be constantly doing things in your life to constantly be moving forward uh, and i would encourage every single person that has a dream to literally just keep doing it you just no answered the 12th question i was like <laughs> what would you tell people in your shoes like with a life that you're having yeah just live your dreams live your dreams go for it it doesn't Don't. matter what people say about it even if i tell you you're bad at stand-up yeah <laughs> if you're still having a good time doing it go out and do it do you yeah that's well, amazing <laughs> I mean, I kind of wish you'd quit. I mean, if two you're, people I'm referring if to. If you're bombing for thirty and you think you crush and you got evidence, I'm just never mind. I'm I'm being shitty. It's just, yeah. 
be self-reflective. I think is the, the definitely moral be self-reflective. But I do believe that people, if you have something that you love to do and you really do love doing it, that you should keep doing it no matter what the situation is. Do the thing. Yeah. Well, guys. Uh, With I respect think, to the thing, sorry. Okay, that's my. <laughs> I, think, I think okay. We've run four minutes over our amount of time. That's so not too bad. No, we did it, man. We did it. Uh, did it. Where can we find you, Ron? Um, uh, if you put Ron Swallow into Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'll I'll be the guy who comes Snapchat. Up. He's all up on Uh-oh. that Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. I like to put some Snapchats out in the world. I think I might be Dorky Swallow on Snapchat. That's adorable. Hilarious. Yeah, Dorky Swallow on Snapchat and Dorky Swallow on, I want to say Instagram, but it might be Twitter. Um, And uh, I'm going to be, well, the cool show that I'm doing that I'm really excited about, and I don't know if this will come out in time. Um, I don't know if it, there's like 10 of them in the can. (laughs) There's a billion of them. There's a billion of them. (laughs) Um, But actually, you can see me every year at Kamikaze. Hell yeah, um, you can. Anime Expo. There you go. Oh, I might uh, have a free free person (gasps) pass. I'll let you know. Okay. What the hell about what I'm chopped liver over here? No. Can I get one? I'll put I'll put Alex <laughs> I'll in my purse like do. a Pokemon. I'll see what I can do. I'll put him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm always at any yeah. any nerd any comic book convention. I, there's a pretty good chance I'll be doing stand up at it. So. Yeah, that's true. Oh, also listen to my podcast. Hell yeah! Uh, me and Ed Greer do a po- podcast called Nerd Goat, which Anna was on. Yeah, Tonight. it was great. Love um, me some Greer, man. Yeah, it's basically uh, comedians come on and talk about their uh, their nerd goat greatest of all time, their favorite comic book character or. Uh, anime character. Yeah, I did an anime character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who'd you do again? Uh, Motoko Kusanagi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and Alex? I'm on all social media at Dapper Duong. That's D A P P E R D U O N G. And you can find me at Anna V is fun. That is Anna with two N's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also go to my website, AnnaValenzuela.com. And uh, guys, if uh, if no one's told you this, Alex, today, I love you, man. I love you too. Yeah, man. and Ron, if no one's told you this today, I love you, man. We love, love you, Ron. guys, too. And if you're listening, hey, we love you. We do. All right, we're done. Bye. Bye. Bye.